My name is Andy Field. You're listening to the Emerald Podcast Network. Hey guys, welcome back to the Emerald Podcast Network. I'm Emily Garcia. I'm the host of the Idea Industry Series, and I'm here today with Miss Francisca Monahan. Hey, how's it going? Hey, Emily. Uh, yeah, I'm Francisco Monahan. I'm the senior podcast editor here at the Daily Emerald. And what are we talking about today, Emily? We are talking about some pretty crazy headlines happening right now. Pepsi Cola's recent Kendall Jenner controversial ad. Francisca, have you been on Twitter at all and witnessed the war against Pepsi and Kendall Jenner right now? I've been on Twitter and Facebook and the New York Times, and I've seen it everywhere. Yeah, this is a big issue. So, okay, guys. So on Tuesday, April 4th, Pepsi released its latest advertisement to YouTube featuring young Kardashian clan member Kendall Jenner. Now, she's the one who's the second youngest, if you don't know who she is. Um, she's the daughter of Caitlyn and Kris Jenner. Okay, so by mid-afternoon on Wednesday, April 5th, Pepsi actually pulled the advertisement and issued an apology to Kendall Jenner and the Black Lives Matter community because this ad got so much backlash. And the crazy thing is, this advertisement barely passed being online for 24 hours. So that's crazy that within 24 hours, this ad is removed from the Pepsi Cola YouTube page. So what exactly was so inflammatory about this particular ad? So basically the idea of this ad was Kendall Jenner gets pulled into this, quote, Black Lives Matter protest demonstration. You don't know what cause it is, really, but a lot of people are associating it with the Black Lives Matter movement. And basically at the climactic moment of the ad, it's Kendall Jenner who takes off her blonde wig and gives these police officers a can of pepsi and suddenly everybody's happy-go-lucky and big dance party and yeah fairy dust glitter unicorns happy rainbows all that jazz now i'm not a member of the black community but i can see where a lot of people upset are upset about this but i'm gonna try to keep my personal opinions aside and just focus on some issues i want to note just from a strategic professional advertising perspective first of all Pepsi was trying to keep up with the political environment we as a country are facing and infuse itself into the current conversation specifically regarding the Black Lives Matter movement. This is a really hot topic and a lot of people in the United States are divided. That's something everybody in the ad industry knows about. It doesn't even have to be stated anymore. It's just a fact now. And we've talked about that in previous podcast episodes as well. If you remember our um, Super Bowl conversations that we had about the 84 lumber advertisement from there i'll link that in the description for this podcast every exactly and every company in some way shape or form is addressing the fact that this is the first time the united states has been so greatly divided arguably since the civil war by a lot of people because everybody's just on two completely opposite ends of the spectrum so what we could argue in this place is pepsi's just trying to add and be somebody to fuse people together in this situation, or they're trying to keep up with their competitor, Coca-Cola, that had a controversial advertisement featuring America the Beautiful being sung in various languages. Um, And that happened both during New Year's Eve and the Super Bowl. So you could argue that there's a a two-prong reason for the choice to have Pepsi feature this ad 
as their big ad reveal they wanted to do for this year. Now, for me, the second thing I also want to know, I'm a big history buff. You kind of have to be somebody who loves history if you're in advertising. It's highly recommended. Um, And one of the things I got when I first watched this advertisement, now I've watched it like several times since then, but the first impression I got was the advertisement felt like an overly sweetened modern interpretation of the famous photograph Flower Power is a 1967 Pulitzer Prize award-winning photograph by Bernie Boston and it features a male protester placing a daisy in the barrel of a rifle outside the Pentagon. Looking at this advertisement I kind of felt like it was trying to do that at first especially when you look at the crowd I mean Francisco, what was up with that crowd? So everyone in this crowd is a young, attractive, um, pretty ethnically white looking crowd that is dancing around in their expensive looking clothing. Mm. That's about it. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm just looking at it and I'm like, there's a lot of blue. I get that because Pepsi is blue. But you could also argue with the bipartisan system that blue is also a very liberal color. That's a good observation. Yeah, but I'm just looking at this and the signs were so vague and it's like, join the conversation, blah, 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 blah. And we I'm, don't care which one. I'm just like, uh, and, you know, I was curious and I was like, okay, um, what are they trying to protest? And it wasn't until I did some research that I realized they were actually making a direct reference to something that happened recently during a Black Lives Matter demonstration in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. So in July, um, there was a photograph taken of Aisha Evans, a young black woman who was standing her ground against these armed, shielded, guarded um, police officers that were actually trying to walk her off the street and get her to stop protesting but she stood her ground and it was only then that I realized that this advertisement was actually trying to directly interpret that situation that happened but instead of Aisha Evans they chose Kendall Jenner handing a Pepsi to a very underdressed riot cop I uh, where where uh, there's so many things that are wrong with this situation First of all, why did Pepsi choose Kendall Jenner? Like, she's, I get it. She is a very young, up-and-coming celebrity in our industry and in our society. But Jenner hasn't really been outspoken on any political issues, really and truly. Um, She has tried to make her image appeal more to social justice causes in 2016 when after the re-release of the Black Eyed Peas song, Where is the Love?, Um, she stated in an episode of Keeping Up with the Kardashians, she would personally take on gun control as a cause she spoke out against. Um, And I feel like this is also kind of a slap in the face to the whole modeling community right now as well, because there is a lot of conversation about how that is a very limited field for women of color or Mm -hmm. for people in color in general there aren't a lot of opportunities and they could have chosen a more diverse option there are models who are black or asian or other ethnicities other than white but they again went with the kind of general brand white kendall jenner exactly and here's what's interesting is the day before this um advertisement was released kendall jenner actually posted a photo of cindy crawford and 
was paying homage to her because Cindy Crawford was one of the last models to be used by Pepsi featuring a model. And I'm just sitting here and I'm thinking, oh my good gravy. Like, seriously, guys, whitewashing much, especially since, you know, whitewashing is becoming a huge issue after the movie Aloha, after the movie Ghost in the Shell featuring Scarlett Johansson. It's not an issue that's been... It's it's not just a recent occurrence. I mean, we've seen whitewashing for forever, but lately, it, finally, we're getting conversation around it. But despite conversation, we continue to see instances of it like Ghost in the Shell. Yeah, and this one, I have to say, is a big slap in the face, especially because Kendall Jenner hasn't really spoken out about the Black Lives Matter movement. She hasn't really stated anything strongly. She hasn't been to a Black Lives Matter uh, demonstration in either New York or LA where she has residences. And then here's another thing. Pepsi has used uh, singer, songwriter, and actress Beyonce as one of their speakers and guests and promoters for some of their brands in the past. And so what I'm asking is why didn't they use Beyonce, who is the very definition, a strong black woman who speaks out about this issue to be the person who hands the Pepsi to the police officer. And it's not like they didn't set it up like that could have been an option either. There are the other two focal characters of this ad are people of color. Mm -hmm. Or people of minority. They had the Muslim female photographer and the Asian cellist. Um, You could argue if you are a member of the music community that the choice to have the Asian cellist is kind of stereotypical. <laughs> Sorry, I used to be in choir for over 15 years of I my life. I myself am a cellist, so. <laughs> and we're all just sitting there, and I'm just, I'm sitting here, and I'm just like, wait a second, that's, that's, that's so stereotypical. But then my thought as, a, as an ad person was, why didn't Pepsi use one of those two characters to be the one that hands the can of soda to the police officer? Because right now, instead, they have Kendall Jenner, who dramatically wipes off the lipstick to then join this movement. Fastest costume change ever, by the way. Yeah, I'm just, I'm sitting there like, dang, dang, Broadway can take some tips from Kendall Jenner's costume team right there. Um, Sorry, I'm being very sassy today. But I'm just, this is an issue, guys, is this whole whitewashing situation. And this is very blatant. I encourage people to go online and look at the image of Aisha Evans, Baton Rouge, Black Lives Matter. Look at the photograph and you will see that the last image of Kendall Jenner in the Pepsi ad is actually a direct reflection of the image of Aisha Evans. And the only difference is the cops are less armed, more casually dressed, and it's a white woman who is standing there rather than Aisha Evans. And I read a comment online, actually, um, when I was reading the New York Times article that that pointed out um, that Aisha Evans was standing in the middle of the road as a sign of defiance. Mm-hmm. She was not going to move, and that's why the cops were arresting her. But Kendall Jenner in this ad was taking more of a peacemaker sort of role where she was offering a Pepsi as a... It was a peace offering of sorts, you know? Yeah. So it wasn't even... The the sentiment behind the movement wasn't even the same. It wasn't. And then here's another thing. I can see where members of minorities 
feel that this advertisement just confirms this subtle idea that has been saturated in our culture for so long, which is if you want to actually generate change and have power, you have to be white. And that's such a slap in the face for civil rights movements going all the way back. Again, another comment that I saw, um, Bernice King, who is the uh, daughter of Martin Luther King Jr., uh, tweeted a picture of her of her father being arrested by cops and captioned it if only daddy had known about the power of pepsi yeah i mean i'm just sitting there and i'm and i have friends who are black i have friends who are members of the lgbtq community members of the muslim community and the asian community and i was angry for them because francisca and i you you and i are we're We're women we're white women yeah but we're not we still have power in some way over by society standards over these other minorities because we're white but here's an issue is pepsi directly took an image that was of a black woman standing up and being defiant and taking power away from the stereotypical white man and they transferred it over and made it a white woman who's standing up and taking power. And for me, that makes me so mad because that was a beautiful, proud moment for Aisha Evans and the Black Lives Matter movement. And, and now Pepsi it's taken. totally appropriated it. Oh, completely. yeah. And here's another thing I want to suggest and talk about, too, is the very fact that Pepsi had way too much product placement shots that cheapened the entire thing. You knew from the very second you started watching this advertisement, it was an it was a Pepsi ad because they had so many cuts to the People can drinking, pe- drinking Pepsi. Like yeah. I remember the one of the weirdest shots in the whole thing for me was um, there's these two girls who are sitting in a restaurant drinking a Pepsi mm-hmm. while this huge protest is like walking by and they're just laughing and drinking their Pepsi. They don't even like look over. It's like two different yeah. worlds. It's such a weird shot. It is. An incredibly weird shot or the fact that like right before Kendall Jenner goes and gives the Pepsi to the police officers, you get this cut to a beautifully displayed. Um, it looked like a tub. It's uh, like, a, like a metal tub. Yeah. You know, like, of Pepsi just laying around like, of course, that's going to happen that at a protest. Nobody is carrying that at a protest. I mean, I've been to several football games and tailgate parties and nobody is carting around a giant metal tin bucket iced full of pepsis okay like there's a disproportionate amount of ice to pepsi in that in that tub too well yeah it kind of feels like something you'd get at the restaurant you know where you order a large pepsi or a large soda and you get half ice and only a little (laughs) bit of it that's what i thought but you know i'm just sitting there and i'm watching this and i'm thinking i can't help but compare it to the powerade ad now the powerade ad did so much better. I actually got to speak with some of the creative team members behind that ad. It was by Wyden and Kennedy. I'm not actually familiar with this ad. What is it exactly? So this Powerade ad, I can't remember the exact name of it, but what it did is the creatives were approached by Powerade and they said, we have to get this many shots and there has to be a Powerade bottle in every single shot of this ad. And what the designers did is they actually did it subtly. So you had to really look to find this ad. But it was talking about how you got to push yourself beyond the limits and just go out there and give yourself all you got. And that's how you're going to do it. And then it's like Powerade. It's very subtly brought in there. But... 
there were like six drink shots of the Pepsi in this ad. And I'm just sitting there and I'm like, I know I'm watching an ad. Whereas in the Powerade commercial, I was like, oh crap, this is awesome. Like, holy crap. Did you see that? Like, did you see that? It's like, (laughs) you had no idea it was a Powerade ad until like you subtly saw like the person drinking Powerade, like halfway into the commercial. But very much so from the get-go, you knew that this was a Pepsi ad. Yeah, that was actually one of my questions for you when we were just first talking about this episode was it 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 felt hokey, the amount oh, of Pepsi yeah. that we saw. I felt like it would have been a way more powerful ad, at least, if there was just like the Pepsi had been re- like reserved for the last moment, even mm-hmm. as horrible as that last moment is, at least it could have had more impact by like leaving the Pepsi for last. Oh, yeah. Or like having subtle nods to Pepsi. So like when you have the Muslim photographer going through her studio and workspace, you could have had a Pepsi sitting back on the bot, like back on a shelf behind her or beside her, like subtle nods like that. But no, this was just very blunt and obvious. And for me, you call it hokey. I call it cheap and and very non-classy. I don't want to call it trashy, but I'm going to say it's definitely not classy it just cheapens this entire idea and as you said it appropriates this issue that's a big issue in our country right now and you know I'm I'm sorry if I'm offending anyone I'm not trying to but we got to open up this conversation and we got to start talking with students about it um especially those going into the advertising industry because I know that Six months ago, when they were planning out this advertisement, they were sitting in a room and somebody thought, that's a brilliant idea. And since then, it just it just fell downhill really fast. There's many, 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 many things that went wrong with this ad. And I feel sorry for Kendall Jenner, in a sense, for being caught up in this because now she's negatively associated with this issue. But I mean, did she have any say over it? in the first place as well you got to ask that question did she have a chance to speak up and say like hey this ad's not cool she was in a sense a prop and it's an unfortunate part of the advertising game is celebrities are typically brought in as props sometimes you have celebrities that speak with the writers and are like hey you know you have that relationship but a lot of times unfortunately the celebrity shows up stands on their mark says their line goes home that's it. It's a business thing for them. But that's where I have to say the team for Pepsi, whoever they are, way, 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 way back, I'm looking at this when they're just in the conceptual stages, they made some pretty poor decisions creatively. Their art direction was floppy by having Pepsi being shown in every single slide and shot. Their choice to have Kendall Jenner was a direct slap in the face to the Black Lives Matter movement. They could have used Beyonce or they could have used a nameless celebrity. I mean, the line that they use in the song that says, um, you know, we are the movement, this generation. You better know who we are. Like, it's a direct line stating we are young. You are have been ignoring us, but now we're demanding that you recognize us. And choosing Kendall Jenner, who is a member of one of the most talked about families in America, is not demanding attention. It's just adding to the white noise. And I don't mean that as a pun, because we're also 
attributing to the fact that this is whitewashing flat out you're taking a black lives matter issue and you're taking the power away from the people who should be having the power and placing it on a white girl from calabasas who probably never had any idea of the the struggles and the obstacles members of the black community face especially black women so i'm just this ad was doomed from the moment it began i believe yeah i my overall feeling about this ad in general is that it's just sort of an advertisement form of slacktivism you know those mm-hmm. people who just post on facebook or twitter and then don't really do anything past that it felt like that it was an empty it was an empty attempt to connect to this issue and to kind of just like bully their way into visibility in this issue uh without really trying or really thinking about it or having much thought at all exactly well that about takes up all of our time for discussing this issue if you guys have any comments regarding this topic in general or you have ideas of other ads that we should talk about this term please 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 comment on our page below and also share this talk about it tweet at me you can tweet at me at emily underscore calais k-a-l-e-i yeah and you can follow me on twitter at at franny monahan with an i-e not a y and this is our first episode of the idea industry for spring term Mm -hmm. um it's actually both emily and my last term here at the university of oregon so you only have 10 more weeks to listen to us blab about advertising yeah so please please listen i don't want to talk to empty space it's already depressing that i'm leaving so (laughs) yeah so you guys can look forward to another episode next week and eight others after that yeah so feel free to comment below tweet at us we'd love to hear your feedback but i think you and i can both say franny for a carbonated beverage this advertisement totally fell flat absolutely Have a great one, you guys. See you next week.